92.7 FM, the home of great music in the Bay and Basin. Do you love movie and TV series? Here is the radio show for you. Get ready for a new edition of Pick the Flick. Only on Bay and Basin, 92.7 FM. The most on the coast. Welcome to another edition of Pick the Flick at Bay and Basin 92.7 FM. This is Raul and I'll be your DJ for the next hour, 3.15 to 4.15 as I do every week on this Tuesday, now sorry, Wednesday, November the 23rd. And I have a special show for, for you today um, because today I picked a very uh, talented and unique uh, film director, producer. Uh, f- his name is... Um, Ridley Scott, and many of you I'm sure know uh, about him or of him or if you've seen some of his films. So I hope that today's show will uh, give you more information about um, his career, what he's done, where he's from, and a little bit about him. And, and then we will also enjoy some of the tunes from his films. Um, I picked, um, I think I have six, let me see, three, six, seven actually, seven tracks from soundtracks from his films. And I'll tell you a little bit about the films first. And then I'll play the tracks for you. Um, so that will be starting soon. But um, they, we also we all, all, we will always play the pick the flick game because that's a, that's a fun part of the show. And the pick the flick game. And for those who don't know about it, um, I play. Uh, I have six um, intros for old TV shows, and I play ten seconds from the intros, and one after another one. And and the idea is that you try to identify who they are at home. Uh, you could even write them on a piece of paper, uh, or maybe call me here at the studio at triple four three nine six double four, or text me on the text line oh four zero three five seven two three double four, and uh, let me know what you think uh, they, they they were. And if you get them right, I'll announce it on on, on the show. And um, if if you don't, no worries. I'll give you a couple of tries. Tries maybe like three times. I I will do the playing the ten seconds from each of them, and at the end of the show, I'll play them in full and I tell you who they were. So you can just test your memory and see how good you remember those shows. Um, so, but before we launch into the show, let's do a proper acknowledgement of country. There we go. Bay and Basin Community Radio is located on the lands of the Wandjawandian people, speakers of the Darawal and Durga languages. We acknowledge the Wandjawandian people, traditional custodians of the area, and recognise a continuing connection to the land, sea, culture and community and pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. 
Thanks for that. Thanks so, so much for that, Brad. And uh, so now we can launch into the program. But um, so let's start with the pick the free game. So I, I will play the 10 seconds from each of these six shows, six shows, and and you can tell me. Um, uh, calling me here at the studio or, or maybe or using the text line um, if you recognize them and uh, if not I'll, tr- I'll do it again a couple of times within the show so let's let's do it let's do it now one sec first show second show Third show. Big wheels rolling. Big wheels rolling. Moving on. Big wheels rolling. Fourth show. Number five. And number six. All the world's waiting for you. There you go. So do you think you recognize all one of them, two of them, all of them? Now test your memory and you can call me here at the studio, triple four three nine six double four, or text me in or using our text line is O four oh three five seven two three double four. And you can let me know. Who do you think those were? And uh, if you get them right, I'll announce announce it. So make sure you tell me your name. Uh, maybe put your name in your SMS if you SMS me, or if you call me, tell me your name. Um, so, as I said, today's show is dedicated to Ridley Scott. So Ridley Scott, um, so British, uh, was born in South Shields in England uh, on the 30th of November 1937. So he's 85 years old next week. Um, so he, he comes from an army family. His father was uh, a colonel, um, Francis Percy Scott, and he was an officer of the Royal Engineers. And his older brother, Frank, was um, in the Merchant Navy. So while he was young, he had, you know, they were not around him, but still he, he grew up with that, all that frame, um, around him. So his grand uncle, Dixon Scott, was a pioneer in the cinema chain and opened many cinemas around, uh, Tyneside in, in England. And uh, one of those, actually it's near Newcastle, um, one of those cinemas is called Tyneside Cinema. Is still operating in Newcastle, and it's the last. Um, it has the last remaining newsreel machine. You said the last remaining newsreel cinema in the UK. So and it's still going on. So it's a very strong family connection um, uh, into cinema for for Ridley Scott. And so he gra- graduated from the Royal College of Art at London, and then got a um, bachelor with honors uh, in the Film Art School. And he also did a master in the London International Film School. So he was like very, very committed to, to cinema and film, the film industry from a young age. Um, he released two shorts 
uh, as part of his um, uh, masters in um, in the London International Film School, and and won many awards for those shorts. So he was identified as a you know, big talent from the from the get go. She uh, really directed an, an advertisement for Maxwell House um, Coffee. So I'm, I'm, I think it's an American company, and in in, in that um, in that ad, um, he had an actress uh, Shakira Baksh that was performing in the ad. So um, actor Michael Caine uh, saw the ad on TV, and he was so so captured by by her performance and by her um, by by this lady in the ad um, that um, got in touch with her. Um, I don't know if he used really or not, but he got in touch with her, and they married, and they've been together for 30 years. So that's um, that's how good his films are. You know, he can get people to fall in love with each other. Anyway, um, it is uh, suggest, um, suggested that uh, um, due to his army and artistic background, uh, he's very much obsessed with detail and visual perfection. So in, in one of his films... Um, which I have some soundtrack for Alien so the main actress was Sigourney Weaver and Sigourney Weaver complained that he cared much more about the props in the film than about the actual cast because there is so much attention to detail that he plays on everything So, um, so Scott suffers from claustrophobia and he wanted to create the feelings that he has personally uh, on on you know in closed rooms, claustrophobic feelings, feelings, um, and uh, in the conditions in the conditions of that in the movie Alien as well. So he managed by he managed that by making the uh, the cast as cramped as possible on the living quarters within the spaceship. The spaceship is called Nostromo in the film Alien. So that's the way he and if you watch the film and I just watched the film last week just to make sure it was on my head for today and uh, it is an amazing film and and you do feel that claustrophobic feeling because everything is like tight and around people and when you they walk around they cannot stand totally and it's a really interesting feeling uh, in the 19, 1970s really planned to adapt a version of uh, Tristan and Isolde um, but after seeing the film Star Wars by George Lucas, he became convinced of the potential, potential large-scale effects-driven films. So that convinced him to em- embrace another project, and he went straight in to um, directing Alien. In 1979, he released the horror science fiction film that would win him international success. Alien is still, uh, you know, a cult film. And... So uh, Scott made a decision to switch Ellen Ripley from a standard male action hero to a heroine. So he made the call to have a female as the, the hero in this film. And, uh, and Ripley was the, is the name of the character performed by Sigourney Weaver, um, who appeared on the first four films of Alien, because there's, there's many, I think there's like six, um, and and it became an, an icon, you know. Sigourney Weaver performing that that character became a massive icon. Um, the final scene uh, of John Hurt's character in the film Alien. If you have seen it, you know the film I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch this film. Um, 
It's been named by a number of publications and critics around the world as one of the most memorable cin in cinematic history. It is incredible. It's so well done. And we're talking about a film from 1979 when the technology was uh, not what we have available today, you know. And, and so uh, he managed to deliver an, an incredible scene. And John Hurt has a, a short um, character life on, on the movie, but he does it. Uh, extremely well and uh, yes yeah, so later in Ridley Scott's career he returned to alien related projects when he directed the film Prometheus and the film Alien Covenant and Sigourney Weaver is not on those films but there are films of the Steel family of the alien family of films um, and he direct, directed those films um, 30 years after the alien film so that's how big Alien was. So the soundtrack for Alien was created by Jerry Goldsmith, uh, an American composer and conductor. And uh, Jerry Goldsmith composed scores for big movies like um, Star Trek, or the whole franchise of Star Trek, um, the older Rambo movies, uh, Logan's Run, Planet of the Apes, Chinatown, uh, Poltergeist, Gremlins, um, Total Recall, Air Force One, LA Confidential, and many more. So massive, massive um, talent um, on Jerry Goldsmith, and he accepted the project of uh, doing the score for uh, for Alien. Uh, uh, sadly, Jerry Goldsmith passed away in 2004. Uh, so I'm going to be playing the first uh, score for tonight, and it's going to be the track that is played at the end of the film Alien uh, during the end credits um, so I hope you enjoy it there we go
I'm Maya. You're listening to Community Radio 93.7 FM. Thanks so much, Flynn and Maya. Yes, you're listening to um, Bay and Basin 92.7 FM, and this is Pick the Flick. And we started the show um, that is dedicated to Ridley Scott with the soundtrack one, the soundtracks from um, the film Alien that um, he, he did in 1979. And this, the track that I played is the one that is used for the end credits of the film, um, and it was composed by um, Jerry Goldsmith. And so um, after a year working on the film adaptation of the movie uh, Dune, actually the film adaptation from the book Dune, um, and he was really shocked by the sudden death of his brother, his brother Frank. And so he decided to... Um, you know, do something different, and he signed an, a very unique and different project um, to do the film version of Philip K. Dick's novel, Do Androids Dream in of Electric Sheep? That's the name of the, the book. So he decided to um, take that book to film and uh, re, uh, retitled that uh, Blade Runner. So um, that film was um, starred by um, Harrison Ford. The film was a commercial disappointment in 1982 when it was released. However, um, it's now regarded as a wonderful classic and, uh, and even, you know, you might have seen there was a, a remake of that film, not that remake actually, the continuation of that film that was, um, was done, um, Blade Runner 2049 it was released a few years ago and so that's how, how you, and, and that film had a massive response so certainly Blade Runner is ranked by many critics as one of the most important and influential science fiction films ever made so um, partly thanks to the uh, much imitated portraits of um, a future cityscape from the film um, so it's been used like, over and over by many other films and now it's often discussed um, along the William Gibson's novel N uh, Neuromancer. N uh, Neuromancer, I will talk about a little bit later in, in the in the show today. Um, it's uh, as initi they initiated the cyberpunk genre of um, film and music, and, and so um, Scott described Blade Runner. Scott uh, described Blade Runner as his most complete and personal film. So that's how important it was for him. The soundtrack for the film Blade Runner was created by uh, Vangelis. So his real name is Evangelos Odysseus Papathanasiu. And uh, he's a, a, um, he was a Greek composer and arranger of electronic, progressive, ambient and classical orchestral music. And best known for the Academy Award winning score for Chariots of Fire. Uh, he worked on 1981. So he worked on the project of Blade Runner uh, for in 1982 for uh, with with Ridley Scott, and uh, so he sadly Vangelis this is an interesting fact sadly passed away on the 17th of May 2022 this year earlier in the year uh, he died of a heart attack caused by complications with COVID-19. So there you have someone um, that probably had you know. Um, Money and, and 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 every everything around him to to help him cope with uh, with the virus and still you know the virus took his life anyway so um, from the sound score of the film Blade Runner um, I'm gonna track the 
I'm gonna play the track that is also played at, with the end titles of the film, composed by Vangelis. There we go.
92.7 FM. The home of great music in the Bayan Basin. We're back to Pick the Flick now. I played my second track for today's show, and that was the end um, titles um, score that was played during the film Blade Runner, and it was composed by Vangelis, an amazing piece of uh, music. And um, if that, if that, to listening to that doesn't make you um, wish to go see the film um, Blade Runner, if you haven't seen it yet, um, then it's something wrong. Uh, it's it an amazing film. Blade Runner. Uh, so I'm uh, moving on now. In, in 1985, um, Scott Reed, um, really Scott, directed the film titled Legend, and that was a fantasy film. Um, it was by Amon Milchan, and um, um, Scott de- decided to create a once upon a time type of set, you know, in for with a uh, with a world of princesses and unicorns and goblins and and he filmed in almost entirely inside the studio. So so he casted Tom Cruise as the main hero, uh, Jack, and then Mia Sarah as uh, Princess Lily, and Tim Curry was Satan, um, like Lord of, Lord of Darkness was the name of his character, a Satan-like type of character. Um, so Scott had to create a whole forest uh, inside the uh, uh, 007 uh, stage at Pinewood Studios in Buckinghamshire, and uh, with 60 feet high trees and trunks that were like 30 feet in diameter and uh, it was uh, incredible the set that they had to put together for this film and the final stages of the filming the forest set had to be destroyed by fire because it was part of the film and they did that and so uh, Jerry Goldsmith was also the creator of the soundtrack for for this film um, for the European release but when he had to release the film um, for North America, especially the USA, he decided to go with a different um, score, uh, and a score that was composed by Tangerine Dream, a German electronic music band that was fa- founded in 1967. So Tangerine Dream are considered a pioneering act in electronic music. And uh, despite the major um, commercial failure of the film Legend, uh, it's, um, it also has gone into becoming a classic film for, 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 for the critics around the world. So I'm going to be playing the, the third track of tonight's show. Um, it's, it's titled The Kitchen and Unicorn Theme Reprise Medley. So it's a medley between those two um, songs, The Kitchen and Unicorn Theme Reprise. And, and it was created by Tangerine Dream and it's from the soundtrack of the film Legend. <laughs> Thank you. 
What's on at Huskisson Pictures? Black Panther, Wakanda forever. Rated M. Only the most broken people. To protect their nation from intervening world powers in the wake of King T'Challa's death, the Wakandans strive to embrace their next chapter. The heroes must band together with the help of war dog Nakia and Everett Ross and forge a new path for the kingdom of Wakanda. They called him Kukul Khan, the feather serpent god. Will risk eternal war. Starring Letitia Wright, Lupita Nyongo, Danae Guerrera, and Winston Duke. Mrs. Harris, what would I do without you? Mrs. Harris, it's the soul of discretion. One would never know she'd been but for the polish on my knobs. That's what we are, Vi, the invisible women. Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. Rated PG. In 1950s London, a widowed cleaning lady falls madly in love with a Christian Dior dress, deciding she must have one of her own. After working to raise the funds to pursue her dream, she embarks on an adventure to Paris that will change not only her own outlook, but the very future of the House of Dior. Starring Leslie Manville, Ellen Thomas, Jason Isaacs and Isabel Huppert. Who's that bloke? Looks the master himself, Monsieur Dior. He looks like my milkman. <laughs> Huskerson Pictures, your local cinema. For further details, phone triple four one five zero seven six or go online huskypicks.com.au. Station sponsor. Thanks so much to the sponsors for the support to our uh, station. Um, Husky P- Pictures is uh, um, one of the sponsors of Bay and Basin 2.7 FM, and um, um, you know, we like um, we like to support them as well. And we, you know, our audience out there hope that please support the sponsors who support us. Um, so this is Raúl, and you're listening to Pick the Flick uh, on this Wednesday, the 23rd of November, 3:50 p.m. And today's show is dedicated to a big talent uh, in the film industry, Ridley Scott. And so I played, uh, before I went into that uh, little sponsor break, I played um, the song The Kitchen, uh, medley together between the song The Kitchen and um, uh, the Unicorn theme... The proper name, Unicorn Theme Reprise. And, uh, and that was a, a medley that was put together by Tangerine Dream for the film Legend. And so, um, Scott, uh, really Scott made another project, um, after Legend in 1989. Um, it, it was called Black Rain. And it's a police drama starting Michael Douglas and Andy Garcia. And it was shot partially in Japan. And so the film focuses on two uh, NYPD officers who arrested a member of the Yakuza. And the Yakuza is the Japanese mafia. And uh, then they have to escort him back to Japan. So when, once they are in Japan, he escapes. And when the two officers uh, find themselves dragged deeper and deeper into the Japanese underworld. So the film achieved mild success at the box office and uh, Black Rain was the first of uh, Scott's six collaborations uh, with the composer Hans Zimmer for for the score. And um, so I'm going to be playing now the track uh, from 
um, Black Rain Score uh, by, by Hans Zimmer titled The uh, Yakuza Codex but before I play the track I just remember I need to play um, the uh, Pick the Flick for you so you can uh, have another go at the at the six um, uh, the intros for these six TV shows and see if you can recognize it so I'm going to do that uh, right now let's do it number one Number two. Whatever happens to you, get your big Number three. Big wheels rolling. Big wheels rolling, moving on. Big wheels rolling. Got it. Number four. Number five. And the last one, number six. So if you think you recognize them, you can write the names on a piece of paper, or you can call me here at the studio, 444-396-444, or you can send me a text with your name and, you know, the, the number of the, the track and who you think the show was. And the, the, num- the text, uh, text line is 0403-572-344. And, uh, and if you get them right, I'll announce it on the air. So as I said, I'm going to play the track title. The Yakuza Codex by, uh, Jan, uh, sorry, Hans Zimmer from the film Black Rain, directed by um, Ridley Scott.
Wow. That was the uh, Yakuza Codex uh, by Hans Zimmer um, from the movie Black Rain, directed by Ridley Scott. And in 1991, Ridley Scott released the, a different type of film, a road film, that was titled Thelma and Louise, starring Gina Davis as Thelma and Susan Sarandon as Louise. Um, in addition to the breakthrough role of Brad Pitt, it was uh, the first uh, role that Brad Pitt had on the big screen, um, and his character was, um, was named uh, J.D., so Thelma and Louise were two friends that were embarked on a road trip that ended up in unforeseen circumstances. And if you haven't seen it, it's a great film. And so it's a, it was filmed uh, in location uh, in California and in Utah. And the film pro- proved to be um, one of Scott's uh, biggest critical successes, helping revive the director's reputation after you know some a little bit of failures in the previous films, and and receiving his first nomination for an Academy Award for Best Director. So the score for the film was also created by Hans uh, Zimmer, and I'm going to play the track titled "Part of Me, Part of You" uh, from Thelma and Louise.
It's Margot here, and you're listening to 92.7 Bay and Basin FM, where we love all types of music. Thanks so much, Margot. So I play the song Part of Me, Part of You. Um, it was uh, by Hans Zimmer, in, not sung by him, I don't know who sang that song, but it's not, he's not singing the song, but he composed the song. Um, by, um, the, from the film Thelma and Louise, it was directed by uh, Ridley Scott. So, um, in year, that was in 1991, year 2000, he released um, a historical drama. Uh, you might have seen Gladiator and um, was proved to be one of his biggest critical and commercial successes. He won five Academy Awards uh, from the film, including Best Picture, Best Actor f- for the film star, that was our own Russell Crowe, and uh, so Scott nominated for uh, Best Director as well. And so uh, in 2020, is um, he he directed his first television um, show in 50 years, and the show was titled "Raised by Wolves." And I don't know if you've seen it, but I watched that show, and it's an incredible show. And so, um, really, Scott uh, directed a few of the episodes, and his son directed a few of the episodes as well. And so it was released by HBO in um, HBO Max actually in 2020 and and so Scott said that um, his tendency was to think that if I don't go down the road uh, uh, that I, he didn't want to go down the road of androids again because of Blade Runner and he was afraid that it would be a failure again so but decided to do the project anyway because he liked the script and so the show revolves around a couple of androids named Mother and Father who attempt to save humankind um, in another planet, in the planet uh, Kepler-22b. And after Earth was completely destroyed uh, because of a war be- between the Mithrake, um, that is um, um, an, an entity, an organization uh, that followed um, a, a god named Sun, Sol in Spanish, Sun, and uh, and uh, and a group of the militant um, atheists that has uh, they have um, weapons and androids. So so in that war um, they destroy the planet basically. And so they so uh, really has two sons, uh, Jake and Luke, and they're both directors you know, of different uh, films and TV TV series. And at the at uh, Ridley Scott's production company that is called Ridley Scott and Associates. So Luke. Scott directs a few episodes within uh, uh, Race by Wolves as well. So the score for Race, Race by Wolves was composed by Ben Frost, who's an Australian Icelandic musician, composer, and record producer. And he was originally from, from Melbourne. So he lives in Iceland now. So I'm going to play the sixth track for tonight's show, um, and it's the intro theme from the TV series Raised by Wolves, composed by Ben Frost, performed by Marianne Valentin, a Swedish singer, musician, and voice artist. There we go. The door that finally opens with life flooding in, spilling out on the floor. The core that ever was, now it will be the bone. 
from the sky Just like love will do The door that finally opens With light flooding and spilling out on the floor The core that never was Now it will be the bones of what was there before Every step, every beat, every thought, every breath, everything is gone Every wind, every wave, every Wow. So that was the main theme of the opening, opening theme um, from the TV series Race by Wolves um, that was composed by Ben Frost and actually performed by Mariam Valentin and, and uh, many of the, the uh, episodes were directed by Ridley Scott. So I have only one more track to play for you, but uh, before I do that, another quick go at the Pick the Flick game just in case. First show. Second show. Whatever happens to the Third show. Big wheels rolling. Big wheels rolling. Moving on. Big wheels rolling. Number four. Number five. And number six. Okay, so at the end, at the end of the show, I will announce who those, those uh, six TV shows were, and I uh, play the songs for you. So back to Ridley Scott. Uh, in 2021, he uh, he directed House of Gucci, a film about the murder of Maurizio Gucci, orchestrated by Patricia Reggiani, who were portrayed um, by Adam Driver and Lady Gaga, respectively. The film was released in November 2021, so a year ago. 
And uh, the score for the film was composed by Harry Gregson William, an English composer. So here is the song, the ending song for the House of Gucci. Um, It's a it's a title track that you you will recognize, and uh, the title is "Baby, Can I Hold You Tonight." And, and it's performed by two amazing talents, um, Luciano Pavarotti and Tracy Chapman. It's a wonderful, wonderful song I picked especially for the last song of today's um, show. There we go.
So that was uh, the ending song from the film uh, House of Gucci, and the title for the song is Baby Can I Hold You Tonight, performed by Luciano Pavarotti and Tracy Chapman. And how good is to listen to Luciano Pavarotti? It's such an amazing talent, um, great voice. Anyway, so that was the last track I had for today, to, for you today. So Scott, um, really Scott was appointed Knight Bachelor um, on 2003. 